Welcome back. Well, we've got a buddy, Dr. Michael Roizen from the Cleveland Clinic on the Horn. Dr. Roizen joins us virtually every Wednesday. And uh, Dr. Roizen gives us information on what's happening in the medical world, things to help you live longer. Remember, Dr. Roizen's the guy behind the Age Proof Life series of books, which you should check out, as well as What to Eat When and the What to Eat When cookbook. But Dr. Roizen hangs out with those guys at the Cleveland Clinic and has been doing so for a while. So he's keeping his eyes on the virus. Dr. Roizen, I have to ask you, uh, before we get to some of the health news of the week, there is a ton of news about the virus of late and the spikes that we're seeing and the the uh, threats to hospital systems across the South and in the places where the virus is spiking. What's your overall take on where we are with this virus? First wave, second wave, just we don't know because it's so new? Um, we don't know a lot about the biology of this virus. Um, and we don't know a lot about its long-term effects, if any. So now let, let me go and talk a little bit about the SARS virus. It's relative. Um, remember, SARS came. It didn't affect many people, thank God, but it killed a huge number, around 10% of those that affected. And um, a couple of the companies did develop, through the Gates Foundation and WHO, did develop vaccines against it and are ready to deploy it. And um, But it caused demyelination. That is, like MS, it caused a long-term effect. That's the only real effect we've been worried about in younger people. So it appears that it uh, affects mainly those with arterial plaques, hypertension, and um, obesity. And it appears, and, and there's some very interesting stuff we've learned about how it duplicates. So you want to sleep on your side. It duplicates in the inner nasal mucosa, if you sleep on your back, you apparently absorb more of it, um, meaning it's more likely to get deep in the lung where it causes problems. So, so wait, wait, tip wait. of the day, sleep on your side um, with your head facing down so those secretions from your nose come out if you have them. So wait, um, we started talking about SARS and you talked about it, th that SARS was 10% fatal and it had this similarity to um, the MS with the demonization. And I, from my understanding, that is um, equivalent to the insulation on wires wearing off. And when that happens and your nerves rub together, that's when all the bad stuff happens with, uh, with MS. And did that happen with SARS, or are we seeing that with the... We're beginning to see a few cases of that hmm. with this. That's why I brought it up. Okay. And the second process is this duplicates differently from SARS. SARS only duplicated when it got deep in your lung, um, and this duplicates in the nasal mucosa as well as deep in your lung. But once it gets deep in your lung, that's when it causes the lung problems. We've learned how to treat it better. As I told you at the Cleveland Clinic, our, um, once people got intubated, the mortality rate was only 10 to 
uh, as opposed to in New York City when they initially were treating it, it was 85%. Um, the, where we are is there are more cases because we haven't, um, whether it's social distancing or masking, we haven't locked down well enough to stop this from spreading. So it's spreading. It appears to have an R naught. That is a spread factor that's in the two to four range, two to three range, rather than below one. In other words, one person can spread it to two, two spread it to four, four spread it to eight. That's why it goes up like that. Um, we it, we still don't know how long. Once you get it, you develop neutralizing antibodies, and we don't know what percentage develop those neutralizing antibodies and how long it lasts for. Um, and um, the uh, second component of that is um, that the young people, there appear to be asymptomatic spread. We've not had that. That is, people who can spread it before they get symptomatic. And again, that's because like a minor cold virus, which most coronaviruses are, like the minor that we know of, like a minor cold virus, it duplicates in the outer nasal mucosa where it doesn't cause you a lot of symptoms other than maybe a little, um, if you will, sneezing uh, that you're getting and maybe some coughing. So um, that's the, the problem is that it is this asymptomatic spread nasal mucosa, sleep on your side, it appears to go down a degree, uh, a degree of infectivity per degree of temperature as long as the humidity is between 40 and 60 percent. Well, the humidity in Arizona and the desert isn't between 40 and 60 percent and isn't in Nevada. So in dry climates, it seems to duplicate and to be able to be spread much better. Again, we don't know why. So mm -hmm. where are we? It's about stable overall. Its death rate appears to be declining only because the old are protecting themselves and those with comorbidities have learned to protect themselves much better. When you look at what we call the, the infection fatality rate, number of people and number die once they get infected, that appears to be stable in each age group. The good news is the elderly have, have doing much better at lockdown. Okay, uh, Doc, um, Doc I, I got a I got a time issue here, so I got to jump on a couple of quick questions. The president talked about the need to get kids back in school, and you've talked about how the effects of locking people down and keeping kids out of school could be more damaging than the virus. Where do you stand on on the guidance for getting schools back open? Well, you want to get schools back open. Um, kids don't have much risk as far as we know. Um, very few long-term sequelae in kids so far. Uh, the problem is the kids, um, if you will, can infect the elderly and their grandparents. So you've got to make sure you do um, social distancing and isolation and keep the kids separate from uh, their parents, uh, their grandparents, not their parents. Um, so once you get over the age of uh, 50, and especially over the age of 60, somehow this virus attacks you to a much better or much more effective way. 
from a standpoint of causing serious disease. So you need the kids open. You need to protect those. Um, and they're doing this in Australia very well. So you need to protect those over the age of 60, which means make sure they're isolated, make sure they're locked down, and pay them if you need to for not working, pay them for social distancing, make sure they get services. What do I mean by that? It is in, in Ohio, for example, there are 6.6 million workers, but only 170,000 over the age of 65. So you could keep, you could pay those even if two-thirds can't work from other than home, meaning um, you've got to pay those and support them, very small effect, very small economic effect to keep the entire economy open. So um, you protect and pay those over the age of 65 who are working and everyone else you want to go back to their normal jobs and you want to isolate the kids from anyone over the age of uh, 50 or especially over the age of 65. His name is Dr. Michael Roizen. He's our, our medical guru from the Cleveland Clinic, and you can find out about the books, especially the uh, What to Eat When cookbook at whenway.com, whenway.com.